You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Michael C., back with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. Of course, on this podcast, we talk all about the wife-sharing lifestyle, whether it's hot-wifing, cuckolding, and also we try to throw in a little bit of the BBC interracial lifestyle thrown in for good measure. Now, I'm actually uh, in Splash again. I know I was just here a couple weeks ago, but I'm back for the, uh, the August Splash of Fort Lauderdale, and I'm... I'm in a fantastic mood because I'm doing something I've been trying to do for a minute and it didn't come together, but I am doing a bull round table and I got my three brothers here with me live. I got my brother, Mr. Mocha. Hello. Oh, what the hell just happened? Why did I go out? Say it one more time. <clears throat> you went out or I went out? I don't know. I think it was me. That, yeah, that's you because we, we sound good. Y'all can hear each other? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I can hear everybody. All right. I got my brother Pagan. What's up? I got my brother Dimitri. Good evening. Good evening. So we're here. We're live. We're in studio. I don't have a topic for us to talk about. You know what I'm saying? I just want us to talk. I'm just happy to have y'all here. We at Splash. This is not our first Splash together. But the first time we weren't able to to all link up, everybody was kind of running around, cats was working, we weren't able to make it happen. We were busy in the best of ways. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, in our, in our own different ways, cats was busy. So somebody was treating Splash like their personal playground. I'm not going to name no names. But, <laughs> but who, who, who I was like, which one of us? Who, who, who could that have been? I don't, why is everybody looking at me? Hey, guys. Man, this brother was naked. <laughs> yeah, he was having a ball. Bro. He was having a ball. Well, let's call was that the last pass? Let's call picking out on something. Okay. Oh boy. Yes, this is a great yeah, time for that. Thank you. This brother, he was going hard in the paint. In the tape five room. <laughs> mm. My brother jumped out of the pussy. And he go, Hey D, I love you. Uh, all right, my brother, I love you too. <laughs> wait, wait, well, wait, wait. Explain jump out the pussy. Like he jumped out of the pussy put his pants on and said that. Ass nigga. Hey bro, I love you. Hey, all right, man. Don't get your job. Put your dick up and hug me later, yeah. okay? Hey, hey and by the way, pal. Hey, and by the way, change some sheets over there. Too, bro. Like, no. I, he had, I, he had I a ball. Mike. I said, is he drunk? I said, man, he's feeling good. Like, I, leave him I honestly have no recollection of any of these events and I want to just distance myself from, no, no. I, that, that actually sounds like that was uh, something that happened you, yeah, it was that uh, it, it was that exuberant a feeling but uh, I apologize. Uh, no, no, no. Don't, don't apologize. Oh, no. What I'm saying is that you had no shell to come out when you got here. You was not shy. You was like it was so organic that you you just meshed right in. Yeah, just I like mean, you've been, been here before. Part of that is, I guess we're starting to talk about a topic. Just yeah, <laughs> just just go with it, man. Part of that is just who I am. Mm-hmm. But part of that, I can't be who I am unless. People like you and D like create the environment that Splash Mocha is, you know. There's just a level of love and camaraderie and positive vibes, you know. 
mm-hmm. and um we've all been to that club where like you know the vibe is like you know if you step on somebody's shoe you might get in a fight mm-hmm. this is the place where you know if you step on somebody's shoe they'll be like oh it's all good i'll buy you a drink yeah yeah <laughs> so that's the best way i can describe it but that's you know that's splash it's, it's 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 funny that you say that and i don't i hope that this doesn't come across the wrong way to people listening but it, it you what you just said makes me think of it i spent the first damn near three quarters of my life partying with black people. You know what I'm saying? And it was that, you know, step on the foot, shit might go down, whatever. And when I started partying with my white friends, like you said, you step on somebody's foot, they oh my bad and buy you a drink. Splash is like partying with a bunch of white people, but with black people. Like the energy, you know what I'm saying? Nobody's, there's no hostile, nobody's mean mugging you in the club. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's good. In other words, everybody know they're going to get pussy. <laughs> so ain't nobody, you know I mean, stressing you over it. Everybody's just having a good time. So it's just a real interesting kind of feeling for me coming from that background. You know I mean, coming from that club, shit might go down at, a, at the drop of a hat. But uh, but one thing I actually wanted to talk about, I always t- tell people that I consider y'all my brothers. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to take this opportunity to let my listeners know why I see each of you guys the way that I do. You know what I'm saying? And if you want to go around the table and each person speaks on everybody, but like I'll start with, with, with Mr. Mocha. You got my love when we was talking about music and I am so used to people not knowing my man who I went to school with. You know what I'm saying? And you brought him up to me like I didn't know who he was. Like, you was like, yo, I was on this motherfucker Trey Lee. And, and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, you know about, dude, I've known since I was in the seventh grade. You know what I mean? And so my bond with you comes from the fact that we're from the same kind of place. You know what I'm saying different sides of the same place. Like you, you know, like you know that when we talk, I'm from that place, but I was raised primarily by my mom. You from that place, and you was raised primarily by your dad. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, and you've talked about things that I bring to the table coming from that background versus things that you bring to the table coming from your background, and that's what I love about you is that shared experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. As far as my man P sitting here, the thing that I love about him is he's such an out-of-the-box dude. I mean, like, he gets me to think about stuff that I never even considered because he's seen so much. And he's so free with his wisdom, but he's never heavy-handed with it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's always like, look, here's another way for you to look at it, another way for you to process it. I mean, and it's like it gives me this extra way of seeing things, this extra level of experience. You know what I'm saying? Even though I've never been there myself, I trust the person that it's coming from. So it's almost like I've been there. You know what I'm saying? Because I have so much trust for the person that's telling me. And Dimitri, the thing that I love about you is I'm an up north dude mm-hmm. and pretty much everybody from up north, we all got cousins like down south. 
what I'm saying? And you like a down south cousin to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I would come see you in the summer and I see how y'all get down and it's like such a different experience. And then I got to go back home to the, the concrete and the asphalt of, of where I live at. Yeah. When I come visit y'all, you taking me fishing. We might do some hunting. You know what I'm saying? The way y'all party is different, but it's the same. And I just love having that perspective that's so different from what I'm used to. You know what I'm saying? So that's just a quick kind of snapshot for people that, you know, they hear me talk about, you know, these are my brothers, these are my brothers, these are my brothers. And that's why y'all are my brothers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we, everybody's everybody's different, but I, I love and I appreciate what each of y'all bring to my existence. No, nah, man. I mean, you know yeah, I appreciate it too, man. Like we, we all do, obviously. It's, it, dude, we're here at Splash on a Wednesday with you yeah. recording an episode. Yeah. That's, that's he's, my, he's my brother. I mean, that's only because I bugged the hell out of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, can oh, you, can, you can only do that to your brothers. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> if I wouldn't have said nothing, y'all would still be down at the bar. Look, the bar was amazing. Listen, it was anybody, a hard place to leave. Yeah. Anybody that knows me knows that it's very difficult to make me do something that I don't want to do. <laughs> so you got to be somebody who I really, really, really fuck with, or you got to be my wife. Otherwise, I'm like, mm, no. Yeah, you know, but I'm 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 gonna pick up what you just said. We gonna we gonna rock with it like that. Um, Mike C reminds me a lot of my my brother who's right right beneath me, like my and age. He's like a couple years younger, tall, skinny, lean, happy. We prefer the word slim. Slim, slim, <laughs> slim. He just defined slim. Yes, yes, he used yes. all the words. Yes, yes. I mean, let me paraphrase. All right. Yeah. yeah. But um, big heart, you know, and and always, always open to new experiences. Like my my little brother would was the kid who would just literally jump into something two feet. With no caution, and I can't tell you how many times I pulled him out, or like, <laughs> and you know, and me and Mike, we we go back and forth on a regular basis. We do devil's advocate a lot. He's one of the few people who he can say something to me, and we can go into a, a we can spar back and forth, and he's never offended when I spar with him because it's my nature to kind of go hard, just like with my little brother, but. My little brother, you know, by the time he was 18 years old, if you put your hands on him, he's going to give you work. And that's one of the things that I liked about him. And same mm-hmm. thing with Mike C is, you know, where I can – there's days where we have very opposing opinions on the subject. I mean, our last conversation, we had very opposite opinions. And at the end of it, it was interesting how we walked away from it. We both learned something about each other. You know, and then I, I got to go to D um, – it was crazy when I first met Dimitri. <clears throat> it was weird just the level that we... When you talk about brothers, like Mike reminds me of brother D reminds me of my favorite cousin. And him and I would always... We were always together growing up. Always together growing up. And we were constantly... I mean, I know it sounds weird, but, you know, graduating high school... 
my vertical was I almost had a 40 inch vertical because he was we constantly challenged each other we constantly challenged each other <laughs> and it was just that level I mean there's times where D will call me and be pissed off about something and he would just rapid fire it at me and then making my brain work 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 because he's launching things that are valid but then I'm trying to figure out hey how do I give him something that can help him in his fight you know or vice versa you know mm-hmm. there's something that'll rattle me a little bit and I'll call him and I'll hit him with it you know and it's 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 awesome how when you have your brothers there's certain ways you talk to your different brothers and you know even with Pagan Pagan is that cousin that Pagan is my cousin who I don't ever talk to <laughs> we don't talk to each other but we fuck with each other if I know I'm going to LA I can call Pagan like hey Pagan I'm about to be out in LA and Pagan like look yeah it's it's he gives me he just rolls out a red carpet for me you know what I'm saying like oh if you come I got this 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 like whoa whoa slow down I'm just there for I'm just there. I'm only there for a day calm down okay send send the Rolls Royce back okay slow down I don't need all that you know so I mean I have to say um and 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 more than anything what I appreciate you know about Mike C and Dimitri is I can argue with these guys. Um, that's one of the things that I say to a lot of people and people don't understand that for two men to be able to disagree, two men to be able to argue, two men to be able to to go back and forth and play verbal chess and work on imposing their ideas and will on one another and then walk away with as much love as we walk away with. That's something that most people can't achieve. I mean, you look at everything, whether it's political um anything any subject any topic that's broached in in our society people are so fucking sensitive you can't argue with a person you can't disagree with the person i can disagree with these guys and pagan and i we have a very unique and we have we have a very similar upbringing up you know where where we we connect on that level just because of the the, the religious backgrounds and and education that we both received and where we are today and our outlook on it. So, and we, I, I haven't known you that long, but I've yet to find something I disagree with you. On. <laughs> That's why we haven't disagreed yet. I remember the first podcast. Yeah. I'm like, what he said. <laughs> Every, I, I don't have nothing to add to that. Yeah. We will argue at some point. I will relish it, but so far I ain't got nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess it's all you, Pete. Yeah. Round the rosy. Yeah. So, hey, I'll start off with the people who I've known the shortest time, and I'll, I'll end with Michael. But yet, you know, with, with you, it's like you are living your best life. <laughs> you all are. And this is going to be a common theme of why I fuck with y'all, <laughs> but in different ways. So, like, for you, it's true, like, we had similar backgrounds and everything. But beyond that, like, you know, your worldview is is something I obviously really jibe with. But you also have, like, a life like every person in America, you know, is aspires to you have family and all that stuff and a career 
But then you're also doing your damn thing and you don't give two fucks to rub together what people think in your other life. Yeah. And that is so rare and fucking beautiful <laughs> because most of us live to some degree in fear. And that's what I will just circle back to with you is fearlessness. That's what I see. And I'm not talking about like talking and like you live in it. Like you can't deny it. Like, you know, so living your life out loud fearlessly is something that, you know, that's what I take from you. And, you know, it's yeah, it's so rare, but it's beautiful to see. And then like with Dimitri, I haven't known him long. Um, might have been cut short by hugging him naked. <laughs> we'll see how that we'll see how that works out. But now, now you know we weren't recording in the beginning, so there's no context. <laughs> yeah, that's you know even no better. Context. That's yeah, even better. Yeah, there's no context to that. <laughs> that's even better. Let's just let that go. While the listeners like it's for the, the imagination. Did we miss. What did we miss? <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. No, but with Dimitri. Um, for those who have never seen him, he is, he's a, you know, a lot of the ladies describe him as like the big muscle teddy bear. Like that's how I've heard several women describe him. And, you know, I understand someone who uses their weight and their size or whatever you can tell, you know, they, they come from the a background of the person who's got a little hint of the the, the bully in them. Yeah. Or if they're not that bad, they just know what they can do because of their height or their weight or whatever. Yeah. And what's cool about Dimitri is he's like the opposite. He knows he has all that. He knows you know. <laughs> and he's just super chill and zen. That's the feeling I get. Like when I'm around that dude... This feels like my heartbeat slows a little bit more. Yeah. I'm just chilling. Like, <laughs> whatever I came in the room with, I'm, I'm like a yeah. little, you know, and it's, it's really great. Um, and you know me, Michael, I like that Zen shit. Yeah. yeah. So that's like what I resonate with you, man. Like the frequency that you're vibrating on. I like it, you know, and I like meeting it. Um, but yeah, he's like the big dude, but like he don't have that. He don't throw his bigness all in your face. <laughs> yeah, because that's really insecurity. Yeah, it's a big one. And he don't have the insecurity, and that's like beautiful to see. And then with Michael, I just I met you at a time when I was just realizing fully like what a what a bull is that I've been doing it for a while and just didn't know what I was, and you know, and being a part of this community that you have put together. And I got to tell you, man, two things about you in terms of living your best life. You made this your day job through like blood, sweat and tears to live something that you enjoy is one thing. It's rare as fuck to live something that you enjoy and it helps other people. And you make bank on it. That's how you, you know, keep the lights on. That is a sweet spot that in human history is so fucking rare. Because in all of fucking 300,000 years, most people were humping a rock up a pyramid or punching a widget in a factory. And they, they pay for their kids and they fed them. But you are living your best life in a way that I just really admire. And that just doesn't happen by accident. It wouldn't be that rare. So... 
I just got a lot of respect for all of you and for Michael, like the respect of what you've built here that is helping other people and normalizing and creating a community that they can realize I'm not alone. Um, much like Splash does. That's beautiful. Great respect, brother. Great respect. Indeed. Uh, all right. Start my brother <laughs> Michael over here. Uh, it was your first splash in Atlanta. We did a um, seminar, and I was in this seminar, and uh, I was talking about the term of bull. And so Michael, I said, I don't like to be called a bull. And so Michael just politely stood up. He said, uh, like, what was about? I said, well, people may think it's degrading. Person myself. So Michael said, this is what he said to me. He said, have you ever been playing sports? And somebody said, man, you're a beast on the field. And I was like, damn. <laughs> I was like, damn. You're right. That comment it spurred a wrinkle in my brain to learn from him, like through organic and genuine conversation. And then he, we walked outside. He he introduced himself officially, and he told me his status and everything. I'm like, okay, I can vibe with this dude. Like he he Michael became that guy where you can do business and go to happy hour. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's not about. Let's see who can get that girl. Mm-hmm. It's like let's see who can get that girl for us. You know, that's what I, the vibe I got from him. You know, Michael is uh, he's genuine, he's honest, he's humble, and most of all, he's selfless. You know, and on top of that, you know, your honesty. Like I said, when you took me to church a couple of days ago, you know, <laughs> I had to eat that. You know. And you said it, but you, you gave me some act right, and you gave it to me out of sheer love, and I appreciate that, truly. You know, I always tell you, if you can bring something to me that has facts, I have to eat it. And I slipped Preach. up, so I, he and he brought it to me. And people like that's what you want to keep around. You don't want a bunch of yes guys, oh, yeah, that's right, no. Call me out, and he did it. So that right there alone, my brother, that's what I appreciate you for. Uh, my brother, Mr. Mocha. <laughs> it's pretty much similar as well. But there's no gray with him. It's strictly black and white. Either he fucked you or Those who can't see Mocha's yeah. over here nodding. Yep, that, yeah. that sounds like me. Yeah, there's yeah, no that, gray yeah. there. Yeah. It's like this. Hey man, you fucked up. <laughs> okay, you know, don't go with the chance. Well, well, something, something. No, no, no. Now let me tell you how you fucked up, and let's see where we can go. So it wasn't like it was me, him bringing a problem to me in such a way. It was he coming to me to talk about a problem. So he came to me as a brother to talk about the problem, to come to a solution. So again. You all, both you guys played a factor where it was like uh, you open one prize, you got a great toy. You can't wait to open the next prize, you got a great toy. You know, and then there's box number three. I haven't got there yet, but let's stay with number two. <laughs> so, but my brother, Mr. Mocha over there, you know, 
this man, I truly, truly saw myself within him. Everything unfiltered, <laughs> that alone, unfiltered. And um, I didn't have to hold back. And he didn't hold back. And again, it was something he said to me that I was like, well, damn. He said, hey, man, you may have to call me out when I, when I fuck up. I had to eat that. So I asked you, like, man, where the fuck you been? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, where have you been? Yeah, yeah. Because you can't find people that way. Everybody's so you know, sensitive and everything. He was like, hey, man, you may just have to do that. Yeah. I said, man, no, no filters. No filters. Yeah, just give it to me straight up. And that's my brother, Mr. Mocha, right there, you know. And again, loving um, husband, father, father figure, brother, mm-hmm. you can name it, that's him. This man opened his doors to me. I slept in his house. I ate it from his table. I met the family. I played with the dog. You know, what else more can I say about that? Yeah. So, you know, and here's Mr. Box number three. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Pagan. So, you're the, you're the genuine guy where I said, you come from, uh, to me, where you're the guy that always have the control over chaos. Meaning, you didn't know this. Nobody didn't know this. Houston was like such a disaster to me, personally. But the vibe you brought just killed all that. You was happy every fucking day. Every day. And I don't know if you saw something within me. You was like, D, hey, man. I got a lady upstairs. Let her go give you a full body massage. <laughs> Hands down. Just by walking past him. You know, I don't know what did you see or it's just great. It's the goodness in you, genuine. But it was there. And it came from strictly from your heart. You didn't ask for anything in return. <clears throat> and with those small gestures right there. That was the one that flossed the toes, right? With the washcloth. Hey, don't worry about all that. Yo, she gave me the full business. When I tell you I was snoring, and she had to, hey, you got to get back to the room. <laughs> <laughs> Did you bring her this time? I need that. <laughs> I didn't bring her this time. I'm bringing somebody else this time. I asked for five more minutes. She gave me 15. Mm. You know, and what she did, you know, it made a direct representative of who he is, you know, what he brought to the table for us. And you got to have great respect for that, as well as for yourself. And I can't, there's no way in the hell that I can close any door on you if you're out there knocking. So, actually, to all you guys, man, you know, it's strictly all love, great respect, hands down, hands fucking down. I, I mean, I, I praise you, brothers, just as much as I praise myself. And you know, I look highly upon myself. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, Mount Rushmore to me. Yeah. It's, it's all love and respect. It's very, very rare I speak from the heart. Because uh, speaking from the heart is like my brutal honesty, my brutal truth. It could be opinionated for you, but it's my truth. So when I speak, I become very passionate about it. But when it comes from, from my heart to my brothers, I mean, it's again, like I said, all love and great respect. And I want to continue to ride this way. So I appreciate appreciate all you guys, hands down. Yeah. No all doubt. Love. As Michael C. would say, that's what's up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so to, to, I guess to, to shift gears a little bit, I mean, we're at Splash. 
You know what I'm saying? And I guess I want to start with uh, Dimitri. Because Splash for you and D, with Mr. Mocha, is a little bit different than, like, it's, it's kind of funny the way it filters out. Like, it's, it's pretty much all work for you. It's a lot of work for you. You got to say who you pointing at. Well, for Dimitri, it's, a, it's pretty much all work. Yeah. You know, you're pretty much on the clock the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For Mr. Mocha, it's a lot of work, but it's not all consuming. For me, it's some work. You know, I, I try to get some stuff in. I try to record some episodes. I try to talk to people. I try to be mindful of it. As you noted about Houston, it's your motherfucking playground. <laughs> like you, you totally detached from work. Pagan. He's talking about pagan. Now. Yeah, for yeah. P. I mean, like P comes to splash and it's like spring break. <laughs> and, it, and, and I'm sure y'all feel the same way. Like because we have obligations, we live vicariously through him. I mean, like that's how I would do it. If I didn't have these obligations, sure, yeah, like the energy that he brings to it, the way that he flows through it, you know, just like I'm gonna experience this. I'm gonna like he uses splash for what it is. I mean, for what it presents. Like he gets every drop of what splash offers, and I know for me, it's fun as hell to watch that. I'm saying Mm. so. I'm just curious to get each of your perspectives on, and I know it's a little bit harder for you two, but if you could remove the work aspect of it, what does Splash represent to you? You say remove the work aspect? Yeah, well, because I, I, I know it's a little bit harder for you and Mr. Mocha because it, it, it comprises so much of, of what you do, but if you're able to kind of step back from the work as even if it's just the, the, the observing and the watching and the, like I know like when I host parties I don't participate but I'm able to sit back and watch people enjoy something that I played a part in putting together mm-hmm. and that and that brings me a tremendous amount of satisfaction and joy so I'm just curious and I don't even think I've ever really asked you this question but what is it that you enjoy about Splash? Like, what keeps the work from just being like, man, fuck this shit? Because <laughs> I know you got to deal with a lot of headaches sometimes, too. Well, the the work alone is, the work alone, you know, is the sacrifice to keep doing it because of the movement and the personal drive I have going. Uh, my goal is to see that uh, people within the lifestyle community, I'm not saying just swingers community, the lifestyle community, Understand that we have a place in this. You know, we're not just a feeling, a filter, a novelty. You know, once you come through those doors that splash smoke, you know, you come amongst men of respect, men of etiquette. You know, we have the education to fall behind it. Mm-hmm. This is not where you're just going to get BBC. You know, you can you can have your fun and also have a have a conversation. Or outside, build a friendship and a, a certain relationship with that brother to where you can share a meal. You know, there's yeah, no embarrassment back. behind them. Yeah. You know? And my movement is uh, pretty much to keep it going to let, let people know that um, we are having to be gentlemen that have to be equipped with a BBC. We're not just a BBC. Understand the difference about that. So I want to just try to keep that vibe going. Yeah. 
it's uh it, it's it's a you you have you have the ability to see like michael was pointing out people play you see their joy and things that they do you also get the perspective of someone who is making that joy happen like what the logistical actual work that has to be done and then the third thing you get to do sometimes is you get to play maybe on occasion so you get to experience all of it you know which is really interesting never thought about it that way and Mr. Mocha, how about from your, like, what is it that you, like, what makes you smile when you're at Splash? Like, <laughs> 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 <Well, I'll do. laughs> hey, <laughs> You know, when I'm at Splash, you know, even though, even though I'm real busy, I think that even if I wasn't working, what happens was, what happens is I think I miss out on a few things because, like, I'm, I'm more of a sniper. Like, I see what I want. And that's what I want. The thing, like when I, I, I see the things that I want, and when I say the things that I want, I see the women that I want to have sex with, and those are the ones I want. And I don't have to have sex with them at this splash. I'm patient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that eventually, I want to have them, just like the woman who's walking by right now. <laughs> I saw her. Yeah. I saw her at one of the seminars. Yep. And that was the first time I had an opportunity to speak to her. And I said, at some point, I'm going to put my hands upon this woman. And I think the exciting thing for me. Not the Ike Turner kind of way. No, no, not that. Listen. This flash, man. This flash, man. All right, how about this? Okay, I was trying to be nice. I'm going to put my dick on her. How about that? There you go. I wonder why you covered it up. Like, we just talked about this black and white. I mean, no gray area. Now he want to. So, so you know, so, with PG, huh? Yeah, you yeah, went, you know I me. Mean? So I'm gonna give it a dick, you know. But so, so for me, it's kind of like I see what I want. Like even today, I finally played with a woman who I met at the first splash, and that's why a splash was weird. Is like I'll meet women who get mad at me or get attitudes because I didn't play with them, but we're busy. You know, mm-hmm. D and I were working, so. Usually what happens is, yes, I want to play with you, but when I had time, you were playing with somebody else, and so it's like it didn't work. So I don't expect you to sit in one spot all day and wait for me because I'm not going to sit in one spot all day because for us, when we have like that 30-minute window, it's like, okay, 30-minute window. I know there's seven people at this party I want to play with. There's one. Let's make it happen. (laughs) You know, and so for me, like I think like with Splash, I love watching – I love enjoying the energy. The energy, I love it. I love watching my wife have a great time at Splash because, you know, for my wife, she's as wild as she is, you know, she's going to have her group of her list of guys that she likes. And, you know, for me with my wife is a, 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 a nymphomaniac. And so for me, it's my list of women are always a lot shorter than her list of guys, you know, because <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, I can't listen. I can't, I can never out fuck my wife. It's not going to happen because 
I can't. I've tried. <laughs> I've given it a shot. It fucking work. She, she make wins it, that battle every time. making it clear. Time. It's yeah. not a lack of effort. Yeah, it's yeah. not that I don't I've want tried. it. I can't. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've tried. He's like, I dare you to do it. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I'm always trying to get some extra guys. Like, hey, fellas. Hey, I lost that there. By the time we leave Splash, I want her to be fucking tired. So, I, yeah. I listen, I, I fuck her one time the last day and she thinks I'm a superhero because, you know, she done got beat down by everybody else and I go in there and finish the job. Right. But, you know, for me personally, like I said, you know, at Splash, even though I'm busy, I generally will put a list together of the people who that I, who I personally want to have sex with. And it's contrary to popular opinion. It's not, you know, I, I had a woman tell me, oh, I don't think that. No, I know I'm not your type, and then she was absolutely my type. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's based upon what I find attractive, whether it's physically, the way she moves, the way she looks, the way she talks, her energy, all of, whatever it is. You know, I kind of pick those things, and you know, for me, it's I enjoy the fact that I'm working, but then if I can slip away and get it, like I, I love that. It's all the little, mm-hmm. the little things that's involved because even when we get, like when we go to regular hotel parties, that's believe it or not, you know, this is more exciting to me because I have to figure out how to work and fuck as opposed to regular hotel party. When I've got nothing to do, just do whatever fuck I want to yeah. do. So like this to me is probably, so when you fuck is splash, it's such a magic moment of, Everything has to come together. Yeah, yeah. It makes it even more special. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I gotta sneak away. I gotta like, hey, look, stay right there. I'll be right back. In Twenty minutes. Don't you fucking. Yeah, don't you. Move. Twenty minutes. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. So I guess same question to you, brother P. Uh, what does splash mean to you? Um. Yeah, it's it's funny because like. The way you guys describe seeing my me experience it is in, in my mind, I'm just having fun. You guys, oh, yeah, you, but you don't, sure you don't, <laughs> indeed, you don't see yourself, you know, from the outside. So hearing what you guys are saying is interesting because, like, I'm just, I'm not only just though you guys are right. Like I'm not just having fun. Like I'm trying to spread like just love and positive energy, you know? Um, cause that's what I feel like is my, it's part of my, um, my job. If I'm, if I'm soaking up all this, like, you know, magic that you guys are working hard to create. And I got, I should be adding back to the pot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you should be putting some positive energy back out there. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm having a blast. The the party, the the whole event is, you know, unparalleled. So it's hard to kind of describe to like compare to something else, in my opinion, because I've been to hotel takeovers before. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I mean, okay, this is one that's particularly catered to everything I like. So you would give you that. But aside from that, just in general, if it wasn't everything I like in terms of the theme of it. It's, it's such a high quality event and it's so well done. Um, and I don't know how they do it, but the people that have gravitated toward it are also just energetically like really great as a group. And I'm talking like, you know, we're talking thousands of people. 
So that to me is just like I can't believe it. Yeah. You know, I can't believe you can put this many people together. You know, imbibing the substances that they imbibe, doing the things that they're doing with one another, and it's all kind of just love and positive, and it's good. That says a lot about. I don't think Splash Mocha is putting some magic spell on the place. I think it says something about the people that gravitate towards what we do. I think you could do this in other places and it would probably be the same kind of people, you know? They they want it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's for me, it's a really, it is a playground. It is it's Disney fucking land. Yeah, yeah. And you, it's... You definitely give off that. <laughs> but it's not my fault. They, no, they I, made they Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love seeing it. But, um, but yeah, it, it is a really special thing. And, you know, it is in part because of people like Dimitri um, and what they're doing. And then the other part of it is the is the people that come make it what it is. Um, so, yeah, I don't know which is the chicken or the egg, you know, but it's it, it, it all together. It's, it's really special. No, that's 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 dope. Um, I said something. I had an epiphany, and I don't I don't know if you guys uh, heard it, but the last splash I came to in in July, mm-hmm. and that I like coming to Splash. I love coming to Splash. But what I realized at the last Splash is that I need Splash. Like, well, I, I need it. it. And, and what I mean by that is I realized, like, I've, I've talked to people who they say when they leave Splash, they experience a mm-hmm. drop. Yeah. You know, like, almost like a sub drop. Yes, you know, like it's the, very the, similar. Like, like, the experience is so intense that when they go back to the real world, it's almost like a letdown. I've seen that before. Yeah, because nothing, nothing compares to Splash. But for me, it's actually the opposite. Like I experience a bump when I leave Splash, mm-hmm. and what I realize that I get from Splash, for me, this whole journey started. Like if I were to take everything back to to the beginning, this whole journey started because I wanted to help people. I mean, I wanted to give people information to to help make their journey through this vast, complex, you know, field a, a little easier. And you know, I get emails from people, I get messages from people, and that's and I love reading that. I mean, I do. I love reading that. But when I come to Splash, I get husbands that like shake my hand. And, and look me in my eye and tell me that, you know, hey, man, you're, what you're doing helped me. You know, what you're doing helped us. And then a wife looks at me and gives me a hug and says, you know, we're, we're here because of you. Not just we're at Splash because of you, but we're at this point in the lifestyle because of you. The message delivered? Yeah. And, <laughs> it, you know, it's it's one thing to get involved with something because you want to help people. It's another thing to have the people that you help thanking you for helping them. Like, it's very it's very humbling. You know what I'm saying? Because I, to me, I'm, I, I'm just a kinky dude talking about kinky shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and the fact that it's resonating with people and the fact that it's helping people, 
is still overwhelming to me. And it's it's not just that I get that it's splash, but I get it like from 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 multiple sources, you know. And each time I come back, it gets bigger and bigger and and bigger, you know. Like I never got into this, like the thought of having any kind of notoriety never factored into my decision make. Like I never I never even thought it was, you know, possible. Like you know, I was talking about um, earlier. A situation that I had with with Mr. Mocha where he knew about a friend of mine who had a little, you know, he had a small little rap career in the 90s. And I'd never forget. I remember he and I were in a grocery store. It was shortly after, you know, he had his first video out. And it was these two like high school girls like looking at looking in our direction and giggling. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, we got something on our clothes or something? Like, and then it hit me. I was like, oh, that's right. You're on TV now. You know, and there was like notoriety. And I got it because, you know, okay, you're on TV. There's notoriety that comes with that. Mm-hmm. That never entered my mind when I started doing this podcast. And what's happened to me now a couple of times at Splash is I've had people recognize me by the sound of my damn voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's trippy as hell to me. So that's that's what more more above anything the thing that I get and that I love about coming here and why it recharges me is because when I leave Splash there's this renewed sense of I know why I'm doing what I'm doing. I know why what I'm doing is important. I know why I keep I need to keep doing what I'm doing. You know, because you know, I, I get I get bullshit emails. I get emails people telling me I talk too much. <laughs> well, why don't you let your guests talk? You know, and I know it's the dudes that's probably jerking off and they want to hear the women talking and they don't want my voice interrupting them and shit. I was gonna tell you that a minute ago, Michael, but you won't stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm sure I, I'm sure our dear friend Mistress K would love that part. She always tells me that. You, know? you, you can over talk thing. I know. I know. Like I said, I, I even showed people my year, a little snapshot picture of my yearbook where it said, you know, biggest eater, best dread. Most talkative was yours truly. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's, it's nothing new. Yeah. I've been running my mouth my whole life. It's what I do. I, I just found a way to get paid for it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's what I get out of Splash. And that's why I love Splash. And that's why, I, like I said, I'm, I'm going to keep coming till y'all kick my black ass out. Oh, but have you ever thought about um, you are meeting your direct listeners, like oh yeah, absolutely. Not just one or two, but yeah, a fucking seminar full of yeah. It's my dem- it's, this is my key demographic, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as is mine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's what's beautiful about this thing. Obviously, there's like a bit of a cheat there because it's like it's the perfect thing for us, all of us. Mm-hmm. Um. But that doesn't that, that doesn't make all this magic happen just by putting together the event. You know, it's all these different factors, and it's interesting. Like to to Dimitri's point, the population or the percentage of the people here that are listening to Keys and Anklets or first embarked on this because the Keys and Anklets is extremely high. So I can only imagine what it's like for you if you're not expecting to. You walk into a place, dude. It happened to me to a certain extent. And I was just on like an episode or something. I don't, you know, I've, I've done a couple of podcasts, but people hear you 
Yeah. They resonate. They like what you say. Even if they just think your voice is sexy or they're like, you know what? That motherfucker, I don't like the way he said that. I'm sure you get this all the time because you're an opinionated motherfucker and you have a microphone. <laughs> so it's, it's a lot of people. It's, it's Mr. Mocha. Listen, it's, it's up and down. Like, sorry. Some people, some people think I'm a dick. Some people think I, some people like me. Some people think I'm a dick. So, I mean, it just kind of depends. It kind of depends. Yeah. But Mr. Mocha, like, will obviously resonate with a, a lot of people. Like myself, when I'm hearing him, I'm like, yes, what he said. Like when you listen to your favorite comedian or your favorite like political pundit that you like, you're right. like, yes, exactly. So, yeah, it's interesting. But then it creates once you once you're out on the airwaves, it creates a thing where now people are going to recognize you. And that is odd. But honestly, man, like I think that's the best kind of celebrity, the one that doesn't want to be one. Yeah, because the ones that want to be want to trouble. Man. Yeah, those are those are ones are <laughs> getting nervous. I mean, it does, does kind of uh, it heightens your respect respect level once you walk back out those doors. You know, um, like Michael just said, you know, these people hear his voice and then they come to introduce themselves. But look at that person. Then think about the numbers, the plus that many people. Think about the people when they read that pamphlet, they see your name, your title, your seminar, you have more people, you know, not only that you are now not just an entertainer, because I always tell people, we are entertained as well as we educate. Mm -hmm. We cut our jokes and everything, but we always have fact-based within the conversation that we carry. Mm -hmm. And we do entertain. So, Mm -hmm. with his podcast and his platform, along with Splash Mocha, which is like a a common marriage, mm-hmm. you know, really because it goes hand in hand for what he brings. Because let me go back to something uh, older respect to you. Splash Smoke is a hot wife convention, hands down. But what you brought to Splash Smoke was normalizing cook holding. You didn't mm-hmm. think about that, have you? Mm-hmm. Look at the two years it has grown, cook holding has been like. Now married into Splash Smoker and the Hot Wife Convention. Mm-hmm. Think about that. You did that, and we rolled the coattail to that shit. Yeah, I mean, that's so true. it's like, yeah, the yeah I was a part of that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put my name on that plaque. Like yeah. you single handedly did that, you know, because people frowned upon it because of ignorance. They wasn't educated on it. They didn't try to self-teach themselves about it. So the information was forced upon them because of other people that was living that truth. And because of the, the deliveries that you gave out, a lot of cooks embracing they own it. They walk boldly and proudly with their cages on. They don't yeah. hide. You know, you can shake their hand. They don't feel any different. You give You gave these guys... Same sense of respect that the hot wives give us when we walk out of here. So that's something that you should think about and pat yourself on the back about because I pat your hand out on the back because you single handed did that. So I thank you for that shit. Hands down. You just saying that because I gave you my sandwich. Oh, I want the other one too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it didn't no, hurt. Really? Game yeah, something. I mean, it's a bonus. It's not all of that. <laughs> oh, and the game. Yeah. Have you talked? You, you Michael, did that. <laughs> my, have you talked about like 
your party, your cocktail party, and like, have you seen what what have you seen just between them in terms of like whether it be like people feeling free or just the attendance? Like, you, that's a very unique thing to Dimitri's point in the lifestyle gen- in general that there's a party like that in an event like this. Like, I don't think that's probably happening anywhere. Well, like, what have you noticed? The, 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 I guess the biggest thing that I've noticed to speak to Dimitri's point is when I, the first few that I came to, I felt like the cuckold couples were just, they were just there. Like they weren't embracing who they were and enjoying who they were. And my thought was, if you, if you can't embrace yourself here, where, where can you do it? You gave them a voice. You know what I'm saying? And so it it started like the first time we, you know, you saw like, you know, two husbands at the pool in the cage. And then you fast forward to last month and there was like a gang of them out there. Like every day was just like different ones, like just walking around the pool proudly, you know, like Mm -hmm. caged up. Mrs. Mocha talked about about it on the podcast. You know, they, they did a whole podcast where they, they gave you kudos you know, just for the, going back to exactly what Dimitri said and what you did, you know, you, you know, we, we live in this lifestyle and we, we, we constantly talk about, we constantly talk about how we hate being judged by people outside of the lifestyle, but a lot of the judgment comes from inside of the lifestyle. And so, you know, and you know, that's the case where, you know, we're all experienced bulls and we can identify a cuck 10 miles away. And how many times have you had a cuck yell, I'm not a cuck? Well, you're yelling out you're not a cuck because you don't feel like you have a, a safe space to to let people know who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and every time I see that, you know, I really kind of pity the guy who doesn't feel like he has a safe space. You know, and, you know, Mrs. Mocha and her group of ladies were blown away by the amount of guys who came in and chastity and you know they they talked about they identified themselves they were they were seen and they weren't afraid to be seen so you know to go to dimitri's point you know that was very well received and and it was there was a light that was shown on it and you shown that light you know, so that is definitely something that I have to to give you props about. Like I said, the ladies were all over that. They were so excited to talk yeah. about that topic. You know, oh my God, you know, there was there was husbands there and chastity and hmm. they were did blah blah blah. And they had a whole podcast on it talking about that, you know, and that's you know, to me that the this there's nothing about the things that are happening in this lifestyle that are new. None of it is new. But acceptance is new you know and even in the lifestyle because the lifestyle is just an ecosystem we've talked about that before i mean that's one of the ter- that's one of the the analogies that I, I i've pulled directly from you it's an ecosystem and within that ecosystem there are you know things that are perceived perceived by others as the negative oh my god there's how you know we we no one no one likes the maggots you know, ecosystem, but hey, get rid of the maggots and you have a problem, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you know, and, 
you know, it's, that's that's what certain things in the lifestyle perceived as, you know, and it's only perceived like that from the standpoint of the people who don't partake in that particular thing. Because think about it, how many how many people who are how many people who are how many soft swappers look down on full swappers? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many full swappers look down on hot wifing? How many hot wife couples yeah. look down on cuckold couples? You know, like it's yeah, just, crazy yeah. that the, yeah. the people uh, because I don't partake in that. Like, oh, I do this, but I don't do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you got the chick all oh, suck fourteen dicks, but oh, I don't do anal. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, she's a slut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of she's a slut, she's a slut. She's a whore. She's a bitch. Um, and then you use one word, and she's like, wait, wait a second. What did you just say? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah exactly. That's all something that we all are different. Like, um, it's when you just describe that, it sounds to me like that's just human nature. We figure out ways to separate ourselves if we're not careful and we don't work against it and work on ourselves. Evil. Our nature is to figure out ways where you differentiate from somebody else. And it's that primal lizard brain shit that we don't really need as much anymore. You still need it, certain interactions. But we, it's a part of us that's fucking too old that's still with us and is why there's so much partisanship and why the ideology separates people now. Mm-hmm. I, I think to simplify it, I think that the problem with most people... Everyone wants to feel better than someone else. And in order to feel better than them, they have to, to, to reduce that person based upon the things that they are doing. You know, we all sin, but, you know, since I don't sin the way you sin, your sin's worse than mine. Yeah. You know, and the same thing is in every single environment. Just go back. That's you look at the partisanship. Everything is because I think this. Oh, well, I'm better than you because yeah. this is how you think. And that's what I mean by human nature. Mm-hmm. I'm better than you can happen. My my dad was a preacher. He used to always say, "You can elevate one or two ways. You can elevate by pushing other people around you down so you're higher than them, mm-hmm. or you can actually elevate yourself." And that's what he's talking about. But to the point of back when we were talking about the lifestyle, it's our nature to look at the other thing and go like, well, that's weird. And I've I've taken that out of my vocabulary. I was about to say, yeah, I know you made a conscious effort to remove that word. Like, there is nothing weird. There's just shit I'm not into. (laughs) As soon as you call something weird, you're judging and pushing yourself above it. And saying what I do, because I get dressed up like um, a, a World War II pirate, and I like to fuck girls dressed in a, you know, as a teddy bear costume. But that's normal. But those people, they're weird. Like, that's what we're doing. Like, I'm using an extreme example, but we're all doing kinky shit that other people would go, what the fuck? Yeah. So who are you? You know, so as long as we remember that, but you're right, it's, it's something I brought up many times, Michael, like, as a subject of one of these podcasts, and it is now, I guess. Is just that whole thing about judgment and how, of all people, as you pointed out, of all people, we're the ones. Yeah. Yeah. Going that other person or making anybody feel uncomfortable, you know? You know, it's funny what makes Splash Mocha, one of the things that makes Splash Mocha such an amazing party is that at most parties, most parties, most lifestyle events, you have a hundred women and every woman there is trying to make sure she's not sluttier than the next woman. So therefore you have a bunch of women holding back. back at Splash Mocha. These oh, ladies are like, Hey, let's do it. 
<laughs> it's almost like they're competing. Yeah. So now the guys who are here are having a phenomenal fucking time. The women who are here are having a phenomenal time. You know, it's nothing like being able to walk into a party and have a beautiful woman walk up to you, wrap her arms around you, you know, you know, whisper in your ear what she wants to, mm-hmm. what, she, what she wants you to do to her. She, you know, kiss you on your neck and just tell her, oh, I, and she tells you, I want to make sure I get you this time. Like, to me, it's like, oh, shit. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I've been the lifestyle for two decades and like the, the yeah, sensation yeah. you have here is it's not the same. Yeah. yeah. It's not the same. Yeah. Uh, and 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 <laughs> kind of I guess on 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 a on a lighter note uh of talking about splash. And I get, I think it goes for women and for men. It's, splash will test you physically. In a way that nothing else in the lifestyle does. <laughs> so, so all y'all just said, man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we did. We all just like, yeah. just like I, everybody in here. I mean, I've talked to you know, I've I've you know, I've I've solicited, you know, lifestyle hacks from women, and one of the ones that comes up often as far as women administering self care is the whole glass dildo thing. Like, yo, get yourself like the women say, get 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 you a smooth glass dildo, keep it on ice, it on ice. At the end of the night, use it, warm it up, switch sides, ice it down, mm-hmm. so that the next day you're rejuvenated, you're ready to go again. Because I've talked to a number of women, and by the time they leave on Sunday. Yeah, they're done. They're done. Like they they need a few days to recover. And then how often do we tell the dudes like, "Yo, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Mm-hmm. Pace yourself." And even being in the chat, one of the funniest things for me to do is to listen to some of the guys talk about how they prepare for. It's like they're preparing Ooh. for like one of these Spartan runs. <laughs> oh yeah, dudes are like, they yo, you got workouts. You got to post it. You got to eat that. And what's your workout regimen? And you got a bananas and potassium and yeah. you know electrolytes and this yeah. shit. Like, dude, yo, dude, they they approach this shit with a level of science. Yeah. I'm writing shit down. And yeah, that I can yeah. really appreciate. And, and, and it's funny because the, the only ones who aren't being tested physically are the husbands. Yeah. They're just sitting back watching with a big smile on their face, like <laughs> like watching these two sides just clash up against each other and fall at the side. And the husband is just sitting there like, I, I got the water. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know you yeah. know, like they're fine, they're good. <laughs> you know, but the, the, I'm, I'm caged. I got no decisions to make. I'm good. I, yeah, I, yeah. I got the water. You know, <laughs> I got the key to the room. I, I got, I got the flip flops. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and 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 the, and the and the guys and the women are just like, like you know, testing themselves. And as a guy, you learn like, okay, I I can't say yes to everything. And 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 to Mr. Mocha's uh, comment earlier. I've, I'm fully locked in with the, the with the sniper mentality because that's the same mentality that I approach Splash with is, okay, that one, that one, that one, that one. I might not get them all, mm-hmm. but any one that I get is one that I really wanted. I'm never going to be right place, right time. I say rarely. I'm not going to say never, but I'm rarely going to be yeah. that guy at, at Splash because if you're not on my radar, even if I'm in the right place at the right time, I'm going to be oblivious to it, you know. And I've learned that just because it, there's, there's just too much, and you've got to 
kind of scale it back and or, or else you'll be done by like Friday. Soup. You know, Soup. and I, I admire I admire the guy. Like I look at the guys that can go hard in the paint like that and I'm like, I I wish I could do that. Oh, absolutely. It takes but, all kinds, man. Yeah, you but need I'm, those guys out yeah, there. Yeah, you need those. You need those. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm very aware of my own limitations. You, you know, and, and, and everything. So limitations and also just style, man. Yeah, like it's not about like I can do it. It's like you know I can't do it. You, you know I'm sure I can't. I can't come to Splash and do thirty. <laughs> like Mr. Mocha is is definitely and you are basically saying quality over quantity. You're approaching it that way. You know, I'm the same way. There's there's too many people. I thought it was too many at Houston. You know, this is going to be. Oh, yeah. This is Wednesday. This day don't even count. Yeah, yeah. Don't, well, count. I know this, yeah. But, like, Houston was, you know, that's that was a pretty big hotel. But this is going to be, this is the OG, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. So we're all going to enjoy watching you this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to be on my best behavior because yeah. I'm like, no. I'm no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> no, he, he ain't even been to the pool yet. That's why I said, no, you're not. Nah, nah, you're I'm about to get rambunctious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we about to we about to put you in a timeout. <laughs> you know, I used to tell the guys, especially the young guys, I would tell them, weigh yourself before you come to splash, and then weigh yourself when you get home, hmm. and see what how much weight you have lost. I Think about that. that. I believe that. Yeah, I believe that. Wow. Think about that. Right. These brothers are trying to go hard. I mean, you know, think about the calories because there are places to eat and to drink. You know, get stay hydrated. And of course, it's your choice to rest. Mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you to go take a nap. Right. You want to try to go in and have limp? <laughs> yeah. Get those last three pumps. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Tell these guys, hey, take Fair. a break. Post. Yeah. You, know, you got tomorrow. If you don't have tomorrow, you got some life outside of Splash Mocha. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you have another Splash Mocha coming. Mm-hmm. And it's they all okay. got to learn it like we learned it. I know. Mm-hmm. They got to learn it like, like we learned it. But so it's the smart man and the wise man decision. You know, it's that whole effect. We learn by trial and error. So we try to give yeah. them the, the smarter way. Like, okay. Yeah. But they don't, don't always do listen. No, they don't. They that's don't just always. The, li- yeah. That's the nature of it. That's not how I learned. Because when I came in, I had a plan to just do a little something, something. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and you know somebody was just throwing, just just, just throwing them and throwing them, throwing them. And I had to tell them like, listen, Dimitri. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look. Let the record show. <laughs> before you say that, Michael Mr. has Mocha. identified Dimitri. Before you say that, think about it. We That's got him right here. He uh, hasn't experienced it yet. Let's give him that same gesture. Oh, okay. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. scare the man right now. Nah, nah. He can't be scared. Here's the thing. You can't be scared. You hear him. No, here's the thing. You can't be scared because you don't believe it. It don't. Yes. It don't count. Okay, but go right ahead. Because, like, like everybody knows, you know, I, you know, I, me and Mrs. Mocha, we do parties. You know, we host parties. You know, for it's nothing for somebody to come to Atlanta, male or female, and say, "Hey, I'm coming to Atlanta this weekend. I want to have a good time." Mrs. Mocha can tell her, ask her girlfriends, "How many guys do you want?" Mm-hmm. I can, you know, ask my boys, how many women do you want? 
So we make it happen, but the problem is no one ever, no one has ever provided that for us. You know, no guy like the door. Guys always say to me like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you know, I can." I mean, I can get your girl. So you know, Dimitri told me like, "All right, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a bunch of girls that you're gonna like." So first of all, everybody knows that I'm a lot a little particular. So first of all, I didn't believe he was gonna send me girls that I liked. And it's not that I didn't believe him. It's just that that's the way it usually says happens. That. Everyone says yeah. it, and then I kind of told him because you know from the beginning, like he said earlier, him and I speak very direct. So if anyone ever listened into our conversations, people would be like, "Yo, these dudes just don't have no filters. They just go in." But so you know, I just told him very directly, like, "Look, man, I hear that all the time." Yeah. So I said that to him, and he just shook his head. Mm, okay, all right. You'll see. <laughs> Man. So I think, I'm not sure the, the first day. I don't know what the first day was, but the first day, like, he, he just, like, he sent in three three females that were killers. Like, they were just, like, they were just, like, like I, I live with a woman that that do next level sex. All three of them were just, like, they were in there with something to prove, like fucking animals. So this is like the first day. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I come down, I'm like, I appreciate it. So Friday, so it was Thursday night. Thursday. Thursday. So Friday night, he it was it, he was like, all right. Uh, so I'm going through the halls and like just random random women who I personally found attractive were walking up to me saying, hey. Dimitri told me that, you know, Dimitri told me who you are, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know, can we get together? So Friday night, same thing. Like Friday throughout the day, every time I get a second, it's like I'm, I'm having sex with this. But they're they're the one they're the ones I like. Fucking Saturday night. From Saturday morning, <laughs> from Saturday morning to Saturday at about what? I don't remember what time I like one o'clock. Well, you came downstairs and helped me. No, I came. Well, whenever I came, I so I, it, it was it was so many people, and I, and I don't know how he did this. I don't know how he did it, <laughs> but there were so many women that I wanted to play with that were trying to get me to have sex with them. Like I was out of juice. I had no cum left. I was like I was shooting dust. And I couldn't take three steps in the hallway, and I was like, "Fucking D, man, don't." He's <laughs> it, man. Don't do that shit. Don't do that shit again, man. I, I apologize, but see, I think I'm not sure. I, I apologize because, like, I like would like kind of sniffed. I'm like, yeah, okay. And he was like, okay. You didn't believe him. I didn't believe him. Listen, at 20 years, like this is the first time. Like, I I can I can. I have my friends who will be like, oh, man, you know, I appreciate every time you come to because you come to one of my you've been to my parties, okay, you come to there. my parties and I, you you my parties are, are you going to have a good time, you know, and so all of these guys come to my parties. Oh, I know this girl and I'm looking at their SDC profiles and I'm looking at their Twitters and I'm looking at all these girls they having sex with. I'm like, hey, who's this girl? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll hook you up. Never hear from him. Who's that girl? Mm -hmm. I hook you up. So D like like made up for everybody in the weekend, and I told him like, look, don't do that again. <laughs> look, no, you just not just, all at once. No, it was crazy. So hopefully, 
Hopefully Pagan to get the treatment. Oh yeah, yeah, it's all on him. I'm hoping you get the treatment. Yeah, wow. You 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 the new dude online. Yeah. So hey. you 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 get it. Pagan. Got yeah. some pineapple juice. <laughs> I'm going shopping tomorrow in the morning. Get two PD, Pedialyte. Oh. I mean, I got a ride if you need a ride. I got somebody to give you a ride. I got okay. my I got my fucking car yeah. out there. Okay, yeah, but uh, pineapple juice. The, the, you, pineapple the, you, juice. You, 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 got, you got your Benz out there that Mr. Juice Bigelow. <laughs> Get the pineapple juice. I'm on it. Tomorrow morning, I'm going out there. Mm, yeah. All right. Um, I'll tell you the same thing I told Mr. Mocha, man. Hey, pace yourself. Yeah. yeah. It's super low. I was yeah. trying to pace myself. They was just coming yeah, out of the woodwork. just throwing them at you. They wasn't pacing well, themselves. They just kept coming. His splash version of peer pressure. It wasn't that he didn't. It wasn't like he challenged me. Like it was just the fact that it's like, let me show you splash mocha for a lot of them. Let me show you my friends that I fuck with on a daily or a weekend. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Man, you really do this?" I said, "Bro, this is like my weekend shit. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, this is what I do almost every weekend. Yeah. So you that got that weekend." That yeah. was your turn. I, I can't even. I, the only time, <laughs> listen, the only time I've ever had that much, that much fun was at my own fucking parties, and that really don't count because I already know everybody. Like I got, I had the cheat code at my, yeah. I got the cheat code at my parties. Yeah. Like that's all people count. you like. Yeah. yeah, I've invited everybody, but like that was the first time. I'm like fuck. So you no, know, we had mutual friends that uh went to your party first, and she came back. She said, "The." Mr. Mocha hosts just like you. <laughs> like, everything's controlled. There's no chaos. Ain't no, I was like, oh, no. Because I can't be, in, I mean, I'm not calm at my own shit because I'm like, you want everything to go right. So I would scale back. You know, like you do, Michael, you scale back. You play at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in there, and I'm still like, you know what I mean? It's not my fucking house So I'm like Man Fuck this <laughs> Hey Hey D I'm going to the bathroom I'm going to take a Take a pill or something Hey you got something Hey man Let me get this drop uh-huh. Okay bro I'm going to that room right there I'm going to that room right there I'm putting hair over here Wow <laughs> You know yeah. So I mean He created a, sp- a space Where I actually Felt Comfortable To where I can relax and just go all out like I did about very first few mochas. <laughs> so his house party was my splash mocha because I'm here fucking working while y'all fucking. Yeah. yeah. So I just fucked my heart out at his party. Yeah, yeah it's 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 funny you know? what you what you just said triggered a memory in me. When I lived in Atlanta years ago, we used to do parties, right? Mm-hmm. And my roommate, my best friend that I went to school with he was like a part-time, you know, like anybody start fighting, you know I mean? He break the shit up, whatever. So I remember one night we went to like an after-hour spot mm-hmm. that wasn't our club. We went to another spot and a fight broke out and just by just sheer natural reaction, he jumped in and, and broke it up. And then you could see it dawn on his face where he was like, wait a minute, this ain't my club. He like stepped back and was like, yo, y'all go ahead and fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this this is not my club. You know what I'm saying? And so what you just said made me think of that because you, when you go to his parties, you're like, hey, I'm I can turn all of that other shit it's, it's off. Turn off. 
But you have to give yourself permission to do it because you're so you're I mean, so used to yes, doing it. I was because I, I had I came in still guarded. You know, I had like well, like six women, six seven women that came up there with us. And I even I mean every, lost count. Lost count. You see, like you see, how, casual, had you see how casually he lost count. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, look, I had and then Mrs. Mocha had so every, all her friends girls. were trying to. So uh, what, like, what I came with six, seven. I had. After, let's oh, just call but, it a harem. Yeah, I had like, so, yeah, I had like I mean, eight, nine group, G's on me. <laughs> no, it's like okay, these girls like these ladies. Six. They, yeah, they six. like okay. I know D is here. I'm safe, so I can be that slut. Mm-hmm. So I'm like somewhat guarded a little bit. But then I had to take myself like, man, this is not my fucking house. This is not my party. Like, he, they yeah. say he's just like me. So, hey. Yeah. Hey, we it was like being at your own party but not having a host. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I was in his party the same like, way. Yeah. Bro, like, I'm talking about. Let me give you an example. One girl, one, one lady, she went through the house. She went through me twice. <laughs> and she told me, she went through the house. Well, she started with me. We get her ran through. <laughs> and started back in with me again. And they said, she played with maybe two more people. And I heard her say, I'm done. I go lay in my bed. The room you gave me. I know. I'm snoring. I'm at the drool and everything. I know because know? I didn't get her and I wanted to get her and she came in there and jumped on you. She came back in there. I'm, I'm to my bro like. <laughs> I was saving her to the end of the night, and she went in there and climbed on him, and didn't I mean, <laughs> didn't let him go to sleep. No, when you, I'm talking about now, you know how I feel when I gave like, away my I sandwich. It sounds like y'all was making that your Disneyland. Well, you're right, but it's like I'm telling. Like I yeah. heard her say, "I'm done," and she said, "Well, I'm not done with you." Like, God damn, girl, like somebody yeah. more people here. <laughs> you know? There's got to be somebody. That wasn't her concern. No. Yeah, but. She knew what she it, liked. it was a safe space to where I could feel comfortable, right? Yeah. Same with Splash Smoker. We are going so hard creating a safe space for our friends and guests. Come in, have fun, and be comfortable. And know that they, they know what they're getting. They're getting their money's worth, and that door's going to stay open for them. There's going to be another event. So, you know, it's, it's a constant rotation of energy. The hard work, the dedication, and that's the how I'm riding. I'm, I'm constantly uh, striving to do better, as well as you know, evolving amongst this ride right here above with my friends. Because, again, you guys don't complain, but your criticism is what bring me bring on correctors. And with that, that's why I was always have something bigger and better. And wait till you see. I saw it. I saw it. You did? Talk about don't, that. Uh, don't say that. Nope. 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 Okay. Nope. <laughs> it's a surprise. I'm not going to say that. So, again, the criticism, yeah. like I said, it brings on the correctness. You know, because you want to hear those. Everything is not going to always be right. You know, you want to hear that because right, you take your notes. Mm-hmm. Complaints. I can give a fuck about a complaint because I don't have an answer for it and the person that came up with that problem, they don't have an answer or a solution either. So mm-hmm. what's the point of having a conversation? Mm-hmm. But that criticism, I welcome it. I want it. I need it. That's what brings on the bigger and the better splash mocha. And we're well, going to keep striving for that. Yeah. I always try to be mindful at a time, but I don't want to just cut everybody off. So I'll say in closing, 
to each of you, is there anything that, and I'll start with you, Mr. Moke, is there anything that you want to say in closing before we, because Splash is just beginning. Hopefully, we, we, maybe we'll get a chance to do this again before Splash ends. Like I said, I don't want to take it for granted because I know that my brothers have, you know, they have to work while they're here. That's why I wanted to get this taken care of on Wednesday before the work really kicked in. Um, so I knew that this one was a given. Whatever comes after this, I don't know. Um, but before we wrap this one up, is there anything that you want to say, Mr. Mocha, in closing? No, I mean, I'm excited, man. I, I enjoyed this. This is, you know, this is the, the pre this is pre-Splash. We Technically, Splash hasn't even yeah. started yet. So, you yeah. know, this is, you know, you listening to this, you hearing us just kind of chop it up and us, and us, you know, having, you know, just our little round table. You know, we, we always have very random conversations that float off to, to oblivion, you know. So hopefully we can do something again once we've actually... Got we got into, shit to talk about. Yeah, we, <laughs> you know, we always have shit to talk about, but, you know, splat, you know, stuff about splashing. And I, I think mm-hmm. also, you know, for, for listeners being able to hear each one of ours, all of our, you know, personality and energy that we all bring and, and just the, that directness, you know, and I was I just going back to what we said earlier, you know, the, the way we communicate, if you were in this room and just... You know, this room has de-stressed me, you know, being yeah. in this room with the, the strength and, and calm that's in here. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy. Uh, P, anything you want to say before we wrap it up? Yeah, I was thinking that last bit he said that was what I was kind of thinking. I'm like, this is this is a good way to start Splash. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, just chop it up with your boys. Get reminded of some things, you know. Um, not just, like, in terms of, like, yeah, the, what he said about the energy being calm chills you out. You start thinking about, yeah, what? how am I going to approach this shit? You know, reminded to get my pineapple juice. All that stuff is, like, <laughs> it's a really good way to start Splash. But, yeah, I'm, I'm also... You know, I'm excited. This is going to be different um, than Houston in a few ways. You know, Houston was in November. It wasn't around like a pool or whatever. So, you know, weather dependent is going to be definitely a pool aspect of this. And then the number of people is going to be a thing. And that is where I think like, you know, I think all of us kind of approach it that way where we kind of pick out what we want and focus on that. Well, doesn't mean uh, that random things can't come up, of course. But yeah. You do have your priorities, you know. But also, I'm curious to see, as far as you're concerned, your notoriety. I mean, it's only been a few months, but your notoriety. So, like, I'm I'm seeing it. Like, I oh, that's paying. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm seeing it. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. sitting right there and I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, more people know my brother now yeah. in August than knew him in November. Yeah, and that's that's all thanks to literally you guys, you know, Splash or your podcast, and I've done a few others or something, right. but mostly is this, or just a community I met in Houston. And, um, yeah, and, and you know, it, it is like putting out positive energy, and then, yeah, then people are attracted to that, obviously, and then they, you know, they see you next time. So, yeah, it's this has been really, it's been really cool to just chat with y'all and have just by chopping it up I kind of like settles me into it kind of like what what, Dan, what uh, Mr. Mocha was just saying like it it puts you in a a mindset where you're like reminded of like what this event is as opposed to like coming off a plane being all rattled trying to you know 
and this kind of like is a nice way to segue into it. So that's yeah. what's up, uh, brother Dimitri. Anything you, know, you want to say in closing? Um, well, like I told you earlier, or throughout the past weeks, we've been talking about this build up. I was looking forward to this for the mere reason that we all four of us are gonna be together up on the one roof, <clears throat> you know, one building. So uh, I kept saying, "Give me a time." You're like, "No, D, you you the hard worker. You got to work the hard time. You give me a time." I said, "Fuck no. Whatever time you give me is what I'm gonna take. I'm gonna stop whatever I'm doing, and we're gonna do that time. You know, that's how much I was committed." To sit here and chop it up with you guys Because again we can have an unfiltered um, you know, Just a true, truthful conversation Amongst us about Biting our tongue Thinking about the PC control Whatever the case may be It's the old, bar- old school barbershop talk You know mm-hmm. And You know when we walk away There won't be any animosity We sat down with love We're going to leave with love And I'm, right now I'm just looking forward to next time I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad that you say what you say because that kind of leads into a segue of what I wanted to say in closing. And this is my personal message to each of you and my listeners get to, I guess, eavesdrop on this. But you all know this. When I talk to you, how do I end my conversations when I talk to you? What's the last thing I say to you when we talk? Love you. Oh, love. What's the last thing I say to you when we talk? Yeah. Love you, or like what we used to do back in the day, one. Yeah. Yeah. What's one. the last thing I say to you when we talk? One love. I love you, dudes, man. I'm not trying to give you all flowers when y'all are gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I went to a boarding school. I'm no stranger to loving my brothers. You know what I'm saying? I love each and every one of y'all cats for different reasons. And I make sure that y'all know that when we get off the phone. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm going to keep doing that. And I want to thank y'all for coming on here, taking time out of the night, sitting in this room. <laughs> we, we know what's going on in the rest of this hotel, but yet we sitting in here. And, Everybody and, fucking us up. Us. And, now, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It, 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 it definitely helps that we got some eye candy in here for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're not alone in this room. Yeah, yeah so. I've been looking yeah. over yeah. here enjoying yeah. the view. It, 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 it definitely helps that we have some eye candy in here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, don't, yeah. Yeah, don't, don't be a YouTube moment. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, for my listeners, hopefully you've got a, just a little taste of the energy that we have, you know what I'm saying, between us. And hopefully you have a better understanding of why I refer to these gentlemen as, as my brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like, th- these are some thorough-ass dudes. You know what I'm saying? And each one of them makes me better. And I, I can't thank I can't thank y'all enough for that. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, I am your host, Michael C. This has been another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And we about to do splash big. And I will see you when I see you. Peace. 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 Peace.